the enchanting canvases of human imagination. They hold the power to weave threads of connection that transcend time and distance. Through the flickering frames, we immerse ourselves in tales of triumph, love, struggle, and discovery. As the projector beams stories onto the screen, they become a shared experience, sparking conversations, debates, and bonds among strangers and friends alike. In these darkened theaters and cozy living rooms, we embark on journeys to distant worlds, eras, and realities. We laugh at the same jokes, hold our breath during climactic moments, and shed tears as characters bear their souls. In those moments, we are not just individuals, but a collective audience, united by emotions that resonate deep within us. Movies carve pathways into the corridors of our memory, leaving indelible imprints of characters and scenes. They become touch points in conversations, bridges that traverse generational gaps, and sparks that ignite friendships. From discussing classic favorites to to debating hidden meanings, movies after offer a treasure trove of topics to connect over. Through cinematic narratives, we glimpse into the minds of people with diverse backgrounds, cultures, and perspectives. They invite us to walk in their shoes, fostering empathy, 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 and understanding. As we relate to characters, struggles, and victories, we find common ground and shared humanity, realizing that our own stories are not so dissimilar. Whether on a grand scale of blockbuster proportion or intimate indie films, movies hold the remarkable ability to bridge gaps, foster camaraderie, and remind us that we're a part of a larger tapestry of experiences. So, as the credits roll and the lights come up, we carry these stories with us, not just as spectators, but as participants in a grand, interconnected narrative that transcends borders and brings us closer together. And we here at Give Me Some Headlines will always make sure you focus on that. P, how you doing this week? It's your dog, your player partner, P. Henry Trotter IV, a.k.a. Home Run Trot, a.k.a. Casino P, a.k.a. Moo B P, a.k.a. Chef P, a.k.a. Sneeze, because we bless these hoes, a.k.a. Mock Tube, a.k.a. Your grandma's favorite house guest because that boy got manners. And this is season three, episode live 95, a irri, irri, spike P joint. Welcome to this motherfucker, man. We getting it in tonight. How you feeling, G? Feeling like Gucci, man. It's a movie. DJ Patramas. <laughs> this your nigga COD the Cater Boy. Irri, irri. Music, aka Tabula Raza, aka Big Tabby the Cool Cat, Real, aka Montavious Dyson, because I'm back on these hoes and they is gonna suck me up. How you doing there, Week G? You know what's up. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah, it's a special week, man. It's a special. It's a very special week for so many different reasons, man. We gotta um, drop them Dyson brother T-shirts and then just put a big ass vacuum on that bitch. You feel me? Uh, the lady actually went to a movie tonight. Um, she went to go see the Barbie joint. Uh, with her, uh, with the mother-in-law. So, uh, oh, Black Barbie Panther. Yeah. That's yeah, black, black. She went to go see that Black Barbie Panther tonight, man. Um, <laughs> Shouts out to us. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, bro. When I think of like movies and my like movie lines, one popped into my mind in particular. Speaking of movies, don't bury the lead. We definitely had to drop back in this bitch because technical difficult COD showed up, did we? My nigga P <laughs> had to get us back on track. I be on that nigga head top pause when he be fucking up. So we gonna make sure we let nigga know I had fucked up, did we? You feel me? And since this a Spike P joint, we had to do the right thing. And you feel me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember when uh, <laughs> See, remember the movie Booty Call, bro? You fucking right, I do. With uh, in this. Uh, Jamie Foxx had so many people out to was talking Bellamy. about. Shout out to Bill Bellamy. People was talking about uh Jamie Foxx. I think he was some comedian that he roasted. The uh the I am your conscience uh dude was talking about like nobody ever saw bait. I was like, I did see bait, and bait was fire. Like uh, bait was uh, fire. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. I, her name fucking me up. Waiting to exhale, her sex ass. You know, shut up, nigga. We seen bait. Only thirteen yeah, percent of the country seen bait though. Right. And that's fine. That's 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 how many people? Millions. You fucking right. Oh, um, but in the movie Booty Call, bro, him and Tommy Davidson, they was uh say the name of that movie again. Booty Call. <laughs> Two more times. Booty call, booty call. Thank you for doing <laughs> it back to back. That right there is chemistry. Go ahead. <laughs> They was in the rest in a Chinese restaurant, bro, and uh, the, the dude started cussing them out in Chinese and Mandarin, and Jamie Foxx responded in Mandarin. And at the end of the conversation, Tommy Davidson was like, "Buns, I didn't know you spoke Chinese." And Jamie response to it was, "It wasn't like I can speak it to your ass." <laughs> And every time I think it, that's one of the funniest lines, bro. Like the the timing of that delivery. It was I didn't know you spoke Chinese. It wasn't like I can speak it to your ass. Like <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Good times, man. Good times. Oh, movie man. lines are, yeah, movies are fucking incredible, bro. Incredible. They special, bro. They special. Can't wait, can't wait to can't wait to create them myself, man. But can bruh. I do you a favor? Yes, hey, sir. Fuck you, dog. I got one that means something to me. It's my flight day, nigga. Oh, oh, but but uh, it's a show. <laughs> you got me. Uh, I be quick and brief. If you've ever watched the Lethal Weapon series, uh, that you've heard this. Quote, oh yeah. Of course. Throughout that motherfucker. You know where I'm going with this. And now, keep in mind, when I see my first lethal weapon, I might be three, and I don't even remember the shit. So the first lethal weapon I actually remember seeing is lethal weapon four, and I'm in single-digit ages. But when we heard this quote, we used this shit for everything. Like, 
Like our mama come in there screaming at us because we done ate up all the motherfucking cereal. And like she yelling at us because we got big ass bowls and then she take all the big ass bowls out the kitchen. They in her closet. And now we got these little ass bowls. So the next Saturday, we sitting in the living room watching Pepper Ann, Doug, you know how we do 90s kids shit. And uh, we got these little ass bowls, big ass box of cereal. We keep having to go back and refill the shit. And nigga, my brother just look at me and said, I'm getting too old for this shit. I'll tell you what I, I damn near jiggled my cereal out of my fucking hand laughing, bro. It was just a good time, bro. Like, like, uh, bro, I remember when my brother told me it's about time to start wearing deodorant because I started to stink like a big boy. You feel me? I hit puberty and I yeah. ain't know. He's yeah. like, he hit me with that quote. Like, uh, he showed me one of my t-shirts and it had like sweat stains. It's like... I'm getting too old for this shit. Cause he was washing my clothes. He's like, you gotta wash your own shit. And also, nigga, you need to start wearing deodorant. <laughs> Can I tell you something that I was thinking about? Uh a when you brought drop, that movie. A up? Drop. What's up? <laughs> like Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, like they young and sprightly in the first lethal weapon. Then you get to the fourth one, and then that old man who too old for this shit. And I hate that. I don't think we gonna get that bad that from the bad boys, man. Like the the most prominent cop duo that we've ever had in the black community outside of Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Um, I was hoping. What about for like Eddie that, Murphy that, and the white dude? Forty eight hours. He walked so they could run. Ah, nah, Beverly Hills Cop. I don't because that Forty Eight <laughs> Hours was on the one movie. I think. You got to go Beverly Hills cop, and, they, and he was by himself. No, he he did. He had, it was two other dudes. It was Taggart yeah. and uh, and it got a sequel, and, uh, another Forty Eight Hours. It was two movies. Oh, okay, I know, but I don't think I've ever seen Forty Eight Hours from or, or another. You seen? You never seen either one? I never it's, seen either one of the Forty Eight Hours. It's more drama than comedy, and it's what allowed him to go do the comedy. It's like if you did that, we know you could fuck up a comedy. But go ahead, my bad, no derail. Oh, that's what's up. Nah, man, I was just I, I want to, yeah, like cops starting off as like young, fresh face cop. I'm not cop, gonna fall for the old banana in the tailpipe. That's a quote that can't, <laughs> bro. Every yeah. nigga hits you with that quote. <laughs> and how the old banana in the tailpipe, bro. That shit. Taste the soup. Eddie Murphy is a wealth of these quotes, bruh. Oh, oh, he got he got tons. Every of time I've ever had yeah. soup since that movie, I've <laughs> thought about that fucking quote. Taste the soup. I'd be sick, and it'd be what give me a little laugh. It'd be my only laugh for the day. Wani <laughs> K ruin soup for us. Shout out to shout out to the homie. I'm back on that soup though. Tell the people about <laughs> it. How Wani K ruin soup. <laughs> Man, we had this uh this young fella from Sudan. He was a conditional student. And what conditional means is like you come up to the school during like the summer to see if like you can kind of cut it in the classes or whatever. And it wasn't that he couldn't cut it. Like he was a math whiz, but English wasn't his first language and he really struggled writing. And it's a writing intensive school. But um, so he ended up going to a different school. But he used to always tell us these stories about Africa and yeah. compare it to the United States. 
<laughs> and one day he got on soup and he was on soup head. <laughs> he was on soup noggin big time, man. He, he was like, man, nobody up. eat no fucking soup. That, that ain't real food. What the fucking soup? What runny ass shit? White people eat soup. And he did not like. He liked white people, but he didn't like white people. It was a, it was a, it was a juxtaposition that he was always in with white people. Uh, you know, he, he didn't mind the a white person, but he didn't like groups of white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it he was, didn't it was like more so his, historically. Or the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't by any individual. He could care less. He gonna give you your chance to show you show him who you are, but wholeheartedly, he, he'll judge the whole. Oh, one hundred percent. And on that note, can I do you a favor, my G? Yeah, you forgot about that other movie quote. Could you give me some headline? I fucked that up. Uh, <clears throat> I ain't gonna get it the second time. I ain't gonna run through it. <laughs> do it again. Nah, nah. You got to go after it again. All right. <clears throat> Could you give me some headline? That was better. That was great. That was great. Appreciate you. I thought my voice was going to break. I ain't trust myself. I, I feel a little dehydrated, so that's why I'm watering up today. That's what's up. I got seven headlines for you. Smoking ain't going to help that. You get you to pick seven? two of them. I got seven headlines. You get to pick two. Siete. Siete. Siete lineas. Let go. All right. The first, headline cabeza. Cabeza. the first headline is wipe me down hey. <laughs> the second headline is how you how you pimping when I'm buying your bottom bitches mm. okay the third headline is okay. why buy the cow mm. the fourth headline I is trying to piss women off i think i'm gonna stay away from number tray the fourth headline is <laughs> jesus the old is the is the new new mm. the fifth headline is a quick step and a sauce to walk across the stage. The sixth headline is until the lion speaks. And the seventh headline is from merchant of death to prince of peace. You need me to repeat any of them? Oh, ween boy. Oh, ween boy. Uh, I just knew you was gonna start back singing that Lion King like we did the other week. I'ma pick two I think go together. Quite okay. me down and a mm. quick step and a damn that mm, made me forget. Is it a juke across stage? You made damn I had the headline right there. Mm, fuck me up. <laughs> you know the two. I want them two. I think it one and uh five or one and four. Okay, that's a bit. I so wipe me down is about bro. Did you hear about this Dave Portnoy shit from Barstool? Buddy sold Barstool for stuff. 
No, he sold Barstool for $550 million. He wow. sold it. He sold it, bro. That's not the crazy part. The crazy part is he bought it back for $1. How? I'm getting to that. Dave Portnoy buys back Barstool Sports for just $1. He sold it to Penn Entertainment. But Penn Entertainment just partnered up with ESPN. And Penn Entertainment, ESPN told them we can't have any conflicting, you can't be in bed with any conflicting businesses. Thus, Barstool Sports gotta go. Thus, Portnoy being able, they gotta sell it now because ESPN ready to move forward. Penn Entertainment it's going to be like, it's going to now, this is, a, this is going to be a white whale partnership between ESPN and Penn Entertainment, which is sports and sports betting. So this betting shit is about to get bananas because this is a $1.5 billion deal that just happened between ESPN and Penn Entertainment. And Penn Entertainment was like, well, we got to move it. Who can we get to buy it? The motherfucker who we bought it from. So he made 500 $49,999 or whatever the hell it is, bro. He bought that bitch back. And I don't know like all the details of the deal haven't come out just yet because there was going to be, there was talks about there being like, if he sells it again, they get 50% of that sale. And he was like, I'm just not going to sell it again. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> If it's anybody that, so uh, that who hate that nigga like I hate that nigga, just know you be like, why do good things happen to bad people? It ain't always God blessing folk. Right. Niggas be making well, deals really with other people too. I think my dog just ate the cigarette that fell out of my ear. Oh, give me that. He had it. He was over there. <laughs> he was over there playing with it, bro. He was over there playing the with it. Hold him up on camera. Show the people that face. Hello. Go around. Go around. Let me, let me get this cigarette first before you eat it. <laughs> In five, four, three, two, same and we're center. Back. Come here. You show the people that face. He he about to get he about to come up with. I gotta clear the desk off real quick. Let me get that. No, he trying bro, he got his rope. He think I'm trying to play. Come here, bro. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Saint, over here. No. Leave that alone. Come here. Up. There you go, y'all. This man crazy. This man crazy. Up here. Look. So you, I can get you looking to the camera if I do this. Hey, my <laughs> make a noise. Yeet, yeet, yeet. Hey, I see that face. Appreciate you. I'll make sure that's smooth. Oh, uh, but yeah, man. So they important, yeah. Like that's that's nuts, bro. Like that ain't even that's some wild shit. That's some wild shit to 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 sell He's something, seen, bitch. I hate him, and I fight that. Not nigga. a fan. Tell Jake not a fan. put us in the ring. I got a bad knee right now. I get that bitch three smooth rounds. If he get me past three, he gonna have me in deep water. But uh, I'm just <laughs> make sure you know. <laughs> 
can I be honest? You feel me? We just gonna keep right now. He get me past three. I'm in deep water. But once my knee get right, why beat that nigga? You feel me? But I want to punch that nigga enough to well, if he able to get me in deep water and he beat me, that cool. I take my L like a man. But I do want to fight that nigga though. Yeah. If he if he my yeah. size, I, I don't know if he like six foot. If he like normal nigga height, I don't want to fight. But like that six six. He six six. Yeah, he bigger. Bet, bet that he bigger than me. We can go at it then. Yeah, we can go at it. He bigger than me, nigga. Let's get it. Let's yeah. let's set up five and go for charity. You feel me? You you can choose the charity. I don't even got to be able to choose it. It can be guaranteed to that charity. Square up with a nigga. You feel me? You six six. I'm six one and some change. I, I I'm lying. I'm six two. I'm gonna bust your ass. I'm gonna beat the shit out of that nigga. He get in the ring. Tell Jake Paul line it up. Put us on the undercard. Give us yeah, give us three rounds. You know what I'm saying? Put the heaviest gloves you want to. I'm gonna still pap your ass out. You can get in there with sock and boppers. You feel what I'm saying? And big headgear. I'm gonna pap that nigga out, bro. The hands crazy. You feel me? They crazy. You feel me? I've been doing what about the feet? What about the, the feet? The, we can get in the octagon. The feet stupid. You feel what I'm saying? My Sean Michaels is ridiculous. You feel me? Sweet chin music. Sweet chin music. I've seen right. you reenact that before and like clap your hands like when you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> way more flexible you, than you think. You said that it was like back you when said I was it. Humble. And you said that you and the, uh you and your brothers used to play wrestling like when y'all was kids like quite a bit. Yeah, like yeah. We used to, me and my homies, two people used to call the police on us because we'd be walking to the boys and girl club instead of waiting on the bus, and nigga somebody be like ding ding, and that mean nigga the match just started, and it'd be an eight eight way single. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is wrestling in the nigga front yard all of a sudden. And niggas is doing full ass suplexes and DDTs. Niggas running up on niggas' porches, standing on their railing and jumping like somebody see them on the railing. So now you got to go take that bump. You like, damn, that Corey. This nigga here, we in middle school. This nigga 6'1. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to go take this bump. This nigga, go, he give you the frog symbol. I'm like, damn. So now I turn around, somebody hit me with a stunner. I'm laying out. This bitch frog splashed me. My stomach hurt the whole time we had the boys at the girl club that day. You feel me? But that's just the shit we was on. It was a great time, man. Growing up, <laughs> we grew up in a different time, man. Niggas played outside. Completely different time. Yeah, <laughs> trampoline wrestling. Trampoline wrestling is undefeated, bro. Undefeated. Oh, yeah. Oh, you Oh you, Undefe oh, you wasn't a fancy Negro. You had a trampoline. Mm -hmm. We got one, yeah. Uh, my parents got it for us before they got divorced. Oh it was man, tell of, me it, the story. It, it, I know you did the transition. Move. Tell me the story. The first time you did a stunt on the trampoline, that had to feel amazing because the recoil is oh, hell yeah. right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you do. You know, you do the fake like run across the ring, uh, like bounce against the ropes. Ugh. And they, I think it was against um. This dude named Cameron. My grandma had a daycare. And you hear that, Cameron? You Rudy Pooh. Candy <laughs> And uh That's the she, rock uh, like a motherfucker. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she had this daycare, man. We used to play on the trampoline, man. And she used to like we used to watch wrestling a whole bunch at her crib. And 
Yeah, we go out there and just try to move out on the trampoline. Once that trampoline got up, it was open season. And that's when you realize as a parent, you don't want to be the house while the kid is going to be on the trampoline because the liability right. is just through right. the roof. And my folks hey. used to always be like, do not have all these kids over here on this trampoline, bro. Do not. And every time they came home from work, it'd be a bunch of kids in the yard on the trampoline. <laughs> they be like, come on, man. And then we didn't realize until Cameron's little high. brother, Cameron's little brother fell off one time and like we had this wooden block. So kid, like little kids can get up there. He hit his head on the side of this wooden block, bop this joint. All this opened up. Whole front of a noggin, third eye opened up. And that was, <laughs> I was like, ah. I was like, ah, now I get it. Not until it, that, that big mistake happened do you get why your folks be like, hey, don't have all these kids in the yard, man. But yeah, that's, but the, yeah, the recoil on the stone cold stun on the trampoline is just not yeah. Insane. I was like, I was waiting on the, the stutter story. The rock he gave us a ghost story that lets you know trauma trauma dominates memory. Cause he went back to the trampoline looking for a stunner story, and that shit captivated his mind. You give it. Square beat it, man. Move on from that. We got another headline. They go bury the scene. Say, can I give you another story? We got the we got the story. The universe wanted us to have. Oh, you said fuck the uh the uh the uh the fifth one? No, nah, I'm gonna give you another headline. Yes, sir. That, no, that that the headline that you the the other one that you wanted. Yeah, um, give me that other one. Give me that. Do that for me in the community. Mm, a quick shit like that. My noises is all telling you, man. My hearing ain't on this week. Oh, fuck you, dog. Oh, <laughs> that first monologue spell. was sauce. I'm gonna get that bitch to the uh social media. A quick step. And a sauced walk across the stage. Bruh, guess what happened, man? A couple weeks, I think it was a couple weekends ago. That's like the sauce walker. I thought it was going to be by him. Go ahead. Nah, man, it's about Sauce Gardner, that boy, that New York Jet, man. Hey, shout out to him. What, what happened with the boy? Him and a legend. That his team. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. That's Sauce team. That's Sauce team, 100%. And another legend, a Laker legend. Nick Van Axel. What was Sauce Wal what was Sauce Gardner and Nick Van Axel have in common? Here. They both it, they both graduated from college recently, man. And they hey. walked across the, they walked across the stage the same day. <laughs> Nick the quick Van Axel, my favorite left hander, man. That's why my he did that slow it for he took your time on that one. Shouts out to Nick. Yeah, Nick the Quick, man. Nick the Quick Van Axel and Sauce. God, Ahmad Sauce Gardner got their uh, undergraduate degrees from the University of Cincinnati. Shout out to Bearcats. Um, shout out to black men getting both. educated. Yeah, right. <laughs> School always going to be there, bro. That's the always the answer. School is always going to be there, youngins. It's Do always that shit going when to that be little there. 50,000 tuition ain't nothing out of your check. Fuck, fuck that scholarship. Ain't nothing where well, you can pay that out of pocket if you wanted to. Paper, paper, man. Get your, get your paper. paper. Wanna know what's important? Wanna know what's right? Get your get paper, your man. Oh, baby. In the world of paper. Paper. Everybody say paper. make money, money, make money, money, money. Make money, money, make money, money, money. It's Snoop, Snoop Loop. <laughs> Legend. My dog, can I do you a favor? 
could you give me some headlines? I'm going with the South J on that. The South J note. That's how you pick up the slack for your door. So this week, I'm going to throw you a little bit of left-handed curveball. And you are going to give me... You gonna Street. get? Oh my bad! Oh, you didn't hit. That. <laughs> nah, I can't hit that left-handed curveball. That bitch right down the pipe. Still can't. You got me. You, uh, yeah. you got me. That was that was my pitch. Left-handed That's curve. A That's the case. Left-hand. Yeah. You and talking your shit as I walk to the dugout? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hit me with six of them. I don't care where I'm, they I'm doing that, I'm doing that thing that they do I'm now in, in the glove. That thing they do in their glove now, where they, they, I got that. Where they don't want the TV to pick up that crazy shit they saying. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that <laughs> motherfucker. I strike that bitch out. God bless. Oh, uh, I look, I look, you, I, I look, manager right in the face like you seen them shits. You go hit them, bitch. <laughs> you go, you gotta go, you gotta hit. Hopefully he get tired, nigga. Sub me out to the ninth. I hit the closer. You know what I'm <laughs> Sit me down, coach. I ain't got shit for him. He throw me 21 more of them bitches. Them four more strikeouts. You feel me? Give <laughs> <laughs> me three more at-bats. I ain't got shit for him, coach. <laughs> I tell him that first inning after getting them bitches. I got no shame. I want the team to win. You hear me? He throw another left at the curveball. It's a, it's a wrap. He got it today. I might cuss out the ump so he throw me out. I might save you the trouble. You feel me? <laughs> Get you somebody else in here that might strike, be hitting me. Strike. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Strike. Get off your knees. Uh, uh, you blowing the game. What? He's out of here. I'm like, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Should get this shower right quick. <laughs> yep. Yep. Take their cup off. This shit uncomfortable anyway. <laughs> That's the one thing I had as a kid. That big ass COD, Decatur Boy Music. I asked for give me some headlines. And he is about to give me some headlines. And let me tell you what I mean. So my G, months from now, your favorite publication is writing an article about you. What is the headline? And why? Mm. For the audio cast, my dog is deep in contemplation, thinking about, hmm, what is my favorite publication? And months from now, what will I be getting into that will have them writing about me? And how will that publicist, that journalist, how will they tell my story and what will they choose to make the headline before they share it with the world? I'm thinking definitely NPR. (laughs) N-P-P-R. And I'm thinking the headline is Shang Tsung collector of soul and um it'll be about the upcoming release from radar scheme specus i want that soul thing back 
and it it'll be all about hip hop's wake up call in the midst of a lull where we had a year where hip hop didn't see a number one. It'll be a newcomer who's not so not so much a fresh face as it is a new face that is a, a breath of fresh air. You feel me? You know how they like to do juxtapositions and shit like that. So that'll be a tilt to how they draw you in. Like it's an old nigga out here with some new shit for y'all young niggas. You feel me? <laughs> Hip hop wake up call just showed up. It's your boy COD dedicated what music? <laughs> it's always one of them in my black pocket. Feel me? And my dog has given you the headline from his favorite publication, N-P-R. Youngest catalog with a tiny desk, bitch. We gonna get a tiny desk. And the headline to that profile is going to read, Shang Tsung, Collector of Soul. And it is going to precede the album, I Want That Soul. Thing produced, written, and performed by COD, Decatur Boy Music. You know and my dog, can I do you another favor? Yes, sir. I thought you was going to ask for a snippet. That bitch done, y'all. It, we we, we, we got to clear them samples, but that bitch done. <laughs> that bitch fire. Am I lying on myself, P? It, oh no, it is. We was listening to it before the show. <laughs> that thing is it, it is definitely uh Fuego Flames. It is Calgary Flames. I was told not to speak on a certain subject, but we it's coming, y'all. It's coming. We got a lot of shit done. We be working. We we the new no limit. It Probably is if you hit me. Because I asked my dog to do me a favor. My dog, will you do me a favor? Yes, sir. And tell me something good. Oh and wow! This is not this is not peas this week. This one belongs to you. Another oh. left-handed curveball. Yeah. Oh, this your nigga the boy music CEO of Radar Scheme Speckers. Yes, yeah, with my dog P. Henry Trotter, fourth, the COO, chief operating officer, you know what I'm saying? Big business shit. And we have the inaugural releases from Radar Scheme Speckers, from COD Decatur Boy Music, the 10th anniversary release of Demolition Man, the classic mixtape and first project completely produced and originally executive produced by. The committee. You understand what I'm saying? At Field of Dreams. You understand me at Field of Dreams Publishing, where we believe if you build it, they will come. No innuendo. And the second album, because we're going to drop two of them things. You understand me? Is the brand new release from Radar Scheme Speckers Tourist Attraction. You understand me? The Walking Living Tourist Attraction, COD Decatur Boy Music, hits you with melodies that feel so R&B that it might get you some pussy, but the bass, the drums, the bars, straight trap shit. It's for Atlanta, it's for Houston, it's for any rap and hip-hop lover in the universe. You're welcome, world. You understand me? 
You feel me? It's for Fat Hope. It's for Baldwin County. It's for niggas who got the blues. It's for Mobile County. It's for the Silk. It's for, it for the whole Gulf Coast. And you know it's for you if you from Foley. If Foley. <laughs> Foley. If for Pensacola, for the whole panhandle, if for Duval, for Orlando, for Miami, freaks and hoes, you know, if for Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, for Decatur, for New York City, Toronto, Beijing, Tokyo, Osaka, uh, Honolulu, uh, 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 Ovai, uh, Seattle, Colorado, Denver. Shouts out to Fort Collins, Saratoga. You understand me? Shit. It's for Encampment, Wyoming. Shouts out to the gang. Yeah, yay. The gang, gang, gang. Shout out to I always up the A bar A. We be everywhere, cuz. We everywhere with it. Everywhere. So. Oh, hold on. What's that the... place you love to go in uh, Colorado? I left them off. The four hour oh, road Aspen, trip. baby. Aspen, yeah, baby. it's for Aspen too. It's for them Aspen, snowboarders. Baby. Hell, you talking about put that ride with me on as you slide down the powder. Shout out mean? to shout out to Belly Up Aspen. I can't wait to do bounce at Belly Up Aspen, man. That's gonna be too cold. Bounce, 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 bounce. Now slide. Slide. Come on, slide now through slide. the city with twenty percent tent. Pray all sucker niggas give up hating for Lent, but hey, maybe I'm asking too much. Stick shit in the clutch while I'm asking two blunts. Hey, you sound bad. Boss. These hoes be flexing like I'm gonna give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you talking about? But yeah, man, you heard yeah. that something yeah. good. You left the that after that bar before it. Find a better nigga to that bitch. Good look. These hoes be flexing like I'm gonna give a fuck. <laughs> Even when I'm being sweet, I put them fuck that shit you talking about bars. Uh, if you in a situation where we ain't together, I'ma always feel like that you could do better. better. That bar mean the exact same thing. Them bars mean the exact same thing. They mean the exact same thing. I just communicated it differently. <laughs> if I ain't with you, bitch, you can do better. I don't care for who you is. Bars. And you heard it here first, people. If you sing, I can ain't worry about nobody's wife. That's <laughs> y'all's respect. Hey, can I say this real quick? I ain't even gonna hit no. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't super. Su- <laughs> I'm lying. I'm super religious. Fuck y'all. Um, niggas stay talking about the nigga who cheated on a bitch. Read the book to the end. The 10th commandment is do not covet thy neighbor's wife. The bitch that cheated with the nigga, the nigga that cheated with the woman who married, y'all some fuck niggas too. Y'all broke one of the mortal deadly sins too. One of the top 10. Let's stop acting like that ain't some whole shit. If you know they married, you a fuck nigga or a fuck bitch. Stay out people marriage. This is flight deck material. We on to tell me something good. My man says... <laughs> Sometimes you need the good word. You feel me? Ah, that's that's flight deck material. <laughs> you should have gave me the show material. My man, my man. That's though. top of the show material. We know he. Hey, he I tell nice. you so He's good. The back end of the, Let me of tell the you so good. Let me tell you so good. Oh, <laughs> here, give me some headlines. We believe in love. 
And we also believe that it is better to give than it is to receive. One time for the Holy Ghost. Yeah! Yeah!